0: In your
1: championship belts, because this podcast is unprofessional. Welcome to your weekly home for wrestling reviews,
0: discussion, predictions, and more. This is Unprofessional Wrestling. Here are your hosts, Schwartz, George, and Travis.
2: I love Cody, I love his passionate fans. Then there's the other passionate Uh fans of
1: Cody yep and they're called the uh, what's that? T- oh, Cody Crybabies. Yeah.
0: Oh, that's what okay. They're
2: called okay all right. Okay. Yeah. Got it. I didn't. I didn't know the name that was coming. It was the it. Cody Crybabies, yeah, okay. and these are
1: grown ass men. And uh, Cody
0: gotta finish his story. He <laughs> had to finish yes. His story right now. It's like, wait a second. Hold on. Hey, Dad, you want to go outside and play catch with me? Not now. Cody's testing got- <laughs> and I'm upset. The wife comes in. Hey, honey, do you want to go have sex? Not now. He's gotta finish his story. At the end
1: of the day.
2: Look, you got the Cody Crybaby. Oh! Who's Cody Crybaby now, bitch?
1: That was one hell of a slap.
2: That was a great slap. Oh.
1: Slap heard around the world.
2: The slap heard around the world.
1: What happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. That's
2: what they say. Fun story. The last time I was in Vegas, I was supposed to work with The Rock. And then he had a death in the family a couple days beforehand and didn't show up. For, like, Monster Jam? Yeah, it was a Monster Jam thing for his show okay. Ballers. They, we filmed uh, an episode of um, his TV show Ballers, which is about bringing a football team to Vegas. And we had a Monster Jam event uh, one weekend in Vegas. Oh, And gotcha. uh, we spent all night filming in the stadium one night, and he was supposed to be there, and he couldn't make it, so his stunt double cousin was there instead. And then they did this whole green screen thing with him, and they put him in the episode 8. It's fucking wild. I'll show you guys sometime. Is that how you uh, met Kevin Owens? Uh, No, that was a different trip. I ran into Kevin Owens in the airport once when I worked for Monster Jam as well. Uh, So, the WrestleMania press conference just ended uh, a couple minutes ago here. They might actually still be doing uh, the last little bit with the hosts. They had Big E, Michael Cole, Pat McAfee, and CM Punk, of course. So... Uh, unfortunately, Shorts couldn't see it. By the way, everybody, we got Shorts, Screen Middle here, George, Screen Right, and then, of course, I am Travis. Welcome to the Unprofessional Wrestling Podcast. Uh, this, has been, this has been an exciting day, and it's been a very stressful week. Uh, f- it's been week, an
1: exciting, stressful week. <sighs> like So much is happening, and it's nice that it's all finally slowly starting to fall in a piece. Yeah.
2: If you're a Cody Rhodes fan... This last week has been really fucking stressful. <laughs> like it has been for me. You want Cody. We, the, we want Cody. Yeah, trending for. Kickoff. Yeah. Trending for, I think, three days straight. Uh, or or, or tre- trending number one three days straight or something like that. At Hashtag least we in want the top Cody.
1: Three. But yeah, it, it was up there yeah. a few days in
2: a row. Uh, does somebody want to pull up their phones just to look at YouTube comments? Perhaps I did not uh, get them on my screen ahead of time. Just in case. We have two viewers right now. I think one of them is actually my TV. I have the TV up just to see the live. So there's one extra person in here. So in case they comment. Thank you for being here. Thank you, whoever you are. If it's Phil, hi, Phil. Um, I got my uh, American Nightmare uh, lowball, and I'm having a Wisconsin old-fashioned to celebrate because Cody Rhodes chose Roman Reigns to face him at WrestleMania. Woo! Oh, my God, I'm so relieved. This has been such an anxious week. It's been an anxious day. Just waiting for this press conference to happen. So, Schwartz, I know you couldn't watch it, but what do you think? I know you caught the very tail end. What did you think about what you saw?
3: I'm
2: very confused.
3: I don't know what angle they're going at with this. They are having both The Rock and Roman side by side, almost defending. Obviously, their bloodline, but you know they're going against Cody, and then you have Seth in the background. So I don't. I'm very confused on where they're going with this angle.
1: Yeah, George. I want to say it's going to be a night one and night two match between Roman Cody and Roman Rock. I don't know about, like, who would obviously be night one and who would be night two, but, like, I I, I
2: doubt that it's up there. But it would be one hell of a thing. Yeah, and... I think there was a lot of... I was trying not to get my hopes up too much because it really seemed like they were going to be going in the direction of, uh, you know, rock and Roman as much as we didn't want it. But I don't know if they just tickled our balls on purpose this whole week or if they had a set plan and they had to call an audible because of, you know, the backlash. It's like a Daniel Bryan situation, like like Schwartz said before we came on air here. I want to give a shout out to the people that have commented here. Uh, We've got Allison and Levi. So Levi said they literally just left Seth in the corner, and (laughs) I thought that was a little odd. I think I would have had Seth uh, once Cody turned around and said, Roman, I choose you. I would have had Seth just walk off. But it seems like he's going to be involved possibly, maybe, in whatever's going on
1: now. Mm -hmm. He's still not medically cleared, is he? No, and he probably won't be till mania. There's an idea of like, okay, tag team match at chamber but yeah
2: and who knows if rock is going to be at chamber who ladies and gentlemen regal has joined the podcast shut up all right so anyway um yeah god damn it regal (laughs) he has opinions too yeah he
3: just wants to tell you what he's
2: really are you stoked about cody pretty sure he said we want rocky no, you said we want Cody. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, anyway, enough about him. Um, anyways, yeah, I thought it was a little weird keeping Seth out there. I'm sure he's going to be involved in some way. Otherwise, why have him involved in, in whatever was going on at the end of the press conference there, right? Yep. The, the jabs that Roman and Seth are taking at each other, by far the best thing I've seen in a while. Yeah, and I like how they structured the end of that, too. Uh, they had... Seth come out, then they had Roman confront him because those two have obviously been talking shit about each other uh, over uh, Friday and Monday and the Monday before, and then you had Rock come out and then you had Cody come out. So I really, really like the way they did that, uh, and I'm, I'm not going to lie. I wasn't sure if I had faith in the direction that this is going, but now I am excited again. <laughs> You've been uh, pretty anxious all week. I know that. Oh, yeah. We're in a group text. Especially today. Ladies and gentlemen, Colton Ashley has entered the chat, and he says, we want Rocky. Colton, oh, oh, listen, listen here, Colton. <laughs> oh, I'm going to hulk up. I'm going to drop a people's <laughs> elbow on you, brother. By the way, Colton and I once won a wrestling trivia contest in Eau Claire. We won a really shitty bottle of blackberry brandy. I don't know whatever happened to it. Col- so Colton probably kept it. Yeah, he deserves it. He's a good dude. Other than his blind fandom of Rocky. Just kidding.
3: He probably drank it and drove a bike into some garbage cans or something.
2: Yeah. So, um, one thing that Colton just mentioned in the chat here is Hollywood Rock, right? So, this is kind of a glimpse of heel rock, is it not? hmm I mean, we haven't seen that since, what was it, I don't know, like 2003, give or take, something like that? Oh yeah, three,
3: Yeah, like 2005 or something like that.
2: Yeah. Uh, it's, it's really interesting that they're going this direction, but why not lean into that at this point, you know? So, that's where I'm at. So, Cody came out, announced... Uh, he, he's said a bunch of things. I was trying to help get this stuff ready to go before we went live. So I didn't hear, I, I didn't catch every word that was said by any means. Um, but it's all about this, the undisputed universal championship right here. Uh-huh. It's going to be Cody and Roman. Uh, that was really the takeaway from the podcast, but that's or from the podcast. This is the podcast. That was really the takeaway from the press conference. And that's what we needed. That's what the fans needed. I think uh, to move WrestleMania into a positive direction and we're, we're officially on our way there. I'm excited. <sighs> I'm excited for Elimination it's just, Chamber. It's too. a little bit more clear now. Yeah, at least a little bit, right? Um, I'm Cham- very... Chamber's in two weeks, right? Mm, I might need a reminder on what the date is.
3: Yeah, it's, it's the 24th.
2: Gotcha. So... We're feeling good about this. Uh, So just just a quick recap of the press conference. Uh, We had Bianca come out first, and she was just basically saying, hey, you know, the last three Manias I wrestled in, I walked out as champion, and I'm going to do my best to uh, get back to that point. So nothing special, just a filler, more or less. Um, Really enjoyed the opening that they did with the four hosts, uh, more or less, and then uh, next Next came uh, Rhea Ripley, I believe. Rhea Ripley started cutting a promo. Then Becky came out, and we know that Becky's qualified for Elimination Chamber. And honestly, I would be, I would be shocked if it wasn't going to be Becky and Rhea at Mania. So, what do we think about uh, Becky and Rhea at Mania?
1: At one point, I kind of put it in my head, like even after Chamber, I think Nia Jax is going to try squeezing her way into the main event at WrestleMania. We're well, not the main event, but you know the title match. Excuse me, by the way. I am very sick with pink eye, so I
2: sound kinda of shitty. Yeah, he has pink eye. Thank you. Oh, he was you he was like literally laying on one of my throw pillows that like I always use. I can't wait for you. Like get a, like get a text tomorrow now. Oh it's all right. I'll take you're I'll just take a sick day off in
3: work. Your, in your face.
2: Yeah. What are you doing, you freak? Amen. Uh got it. <laughs> So Levi said, Who saw what The Rock said to Triple H? I, I didn't catch that. Levi. I didn't catch it. Levi, if you wouldn't mind enlightening us. Uh I didn't catch it. I know that there were there was definitely some obscenities and there were some things that were censored, which I thought was kind of funny because before everything really started and the hosts were talking, Pat McAfee said WWF and they yeah. censored that. I I thought we were out of that territory. Like I thought it wasn't like the worst thing to say anymore, but yeah, whatever oh i just feel so much relief right now you guys you know i feel bad for kelly later oh i'm i'm gonna put all my positive energy into her <laughs> like literally no, he
3: he released it all george Man. you need to release
2: so so that's where we're at um We've got a lot more clarity. There's a lot more happening. We have a direction. Still a lot of question marks, obviously. We don't know how we're going to get there. But I think it, at this point, it's official. We're getting Cody versus Roman at Mania as our main event, right? Um, but they're adding a lot of interesting twists, and they're giving people a lot of reason to stick with uh, watching and, and staying with the road to WrestleMania, right? So, mm-hmm. um, But outside of that, I mean, when was the last... I don't know if they've live streamed these press conferences before. Do you guys recall any of these press conferences being anything where mm. something was decided something, you, you know what I mean? I, I can't say I remember anything.
1: I don't,
3: I really don't think it's, it's, I don't think it's ever been set up like this. I think they've always just had more of like an actual press conference type thing where they're, you know, sitting by tables and all that deal. I think this is the actual like full like stage coming out to their own music and then doing that. At least that's all, all I've known.
2: Yeah, this was very different. And I mean they had they had a build up strictly for a press conference. It, and that's that's wild to me. And it's a couple things to keep keep in mind is uh Super Bowl is in Las Vegas in three days. Mm-hmm. So that's great. You you have a lot of media there that can attend. Um, it, which is kind of weird right now, media stuff in WWE, right? Hmm. With with all the Vince McMahon shit going on, which is awful, by the way. We it's just not something you could ignore. So I just wanted to mention that real quick. Uh, outside of that, though, I mean, you got all this media there. Um, it's the, the city alone is just a giant media hub. Uh, but they it, they had a ton of people in this arena. Anybody could come to this press conference for free; they didn't have to pay for it. But it's an hour long event. I'm sure they had some other activities set up as well, WWE and WrestleMania related. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I <laughs> it, it, they did it very UFC esque, which makes sense because now they're under the same umbrella as UFC.
1: I think they should do it. Yeah, they, not um, with every pay per view, but at least the main pay per views. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, it gives a lot more exposure, and plus, you know, it's you know it's a double double whammy. They don't even have to promote that much either uh, because of the Super Bowl. I mean, they just have to throw it out there saying it's for WrestleMania, and it's, of course, right by the Super Bowl. All they have to do is just show up, and there's a shit ton of people there.
2: Yeah. Uh, Levi in the comments said, They interviewed Triple H, Rock, and Roman came up. Rock demanding Triple H to fix the situation with a don't let him talk shit about our family. (laughs) I have a wrestling boner right now. I swear I don't have a real one. If I did, this table would be upside down. You stay
1: the fuck on that side of the table.
2: Don't give me pink eye. Don't cough on me, motherfucker. Um, Don't give me reason. Jesus. So... So that's where we're at. Uh, thanks for calling that out, Levi. I, I need to watch it back again. I got the gist of everything that happened, but I didn't catch every detail uh, in trying to get this ready to go um, and come up. Uh, you know, we, we we had delays last weekend, so to speak. But look at this. We've got it figured out. I didn't fuck up the audio on the intro, so I'm really excited to listen <laughs> to this back to see what, it's actually, what it actually sounds like when you don't fuck it up. Um, but... Oh, I just can't can't contain my excitement. We have this whole format laid out for what we're going to talk about. We knew that the, that the press conference would kind of change how that's going to go. So, here we are, uh more or less we're bringing yep. it. Uh so here we are. We're on the build of WrestleMania. Uh so while we're here, we probably should go over our format at least a little bit, right? Um so if you don't mind, if yeah, unless anybody wants to, if unless anybody wants to start running it down or I can just whatever, man. I'm just happy. I'm very zen, so I don't care what happens. I'm, I'm happy to say they gave me what I wanted. Yeah. Uh, George, why don't you... Well, hey, that's,
3: yeah, let's not jump to conclusions yet. They can still swerve. They've done it like four times already.
2: Yeah, they, they did, but they did make Cody Roman official. They had the graphic at the end of the press conference up on the stage. But they also hey, had Roman is? and Rock. A... They did. So there's a, here's, there, a little,
3: here's a little thing.
2: So to me, I read this as Cody and Roman being a conclusive... Uh this is what is happening. Based on a graphic alone, I think they made that official. Everything else is a little who knows at this point. It's up in the air. There's obviously going to be a lot of shit that happens between now and then based on what happened at the press conference, but I feel like at this point it's probably safe to say we got Cody Roman.
3: Yeah. I would say that. Do you I just some something just popped into my brain with with that too with the whole two night thing what if what if uh cody roman night one made events um and then rock gets pissed or something you know he challenges cody because cody wins night one and he fucking takes that belt just as quick as he had it and now rock's head of the table
2: does rock want the belt I don't know. I, I mean, storyline wise, you see that slap. He's... Why else would he be there if he didn't want the belt? And I, th- I think being to be head, known as and, travel at the Tribal Chief had a table. Well, yeah, and that's that's, yeah, what, and that's I'm, what that's, that's what I'm getting to. Yeah. I mean, that's I like I I said it last week or whatever it was. I don't think you can call yourself head of the table if you don't have this, the Universal Heavyweight Championship. Are you pointing at the sock? Yeah. God, wouldn't that be something <laughs> if the if the championship I was fucking Sacco that. If, not that if, if there's any, that. if anybody is listening right now and not watching the live stream, uh, there is a framed, authentic Mr. Sacco signed and created by Mick Foley in a shadow box above my fireplace where I have this old kitchen table sitting in front of until we have a permanent studio. And below that, on the mantle, is uh, George's replica undisputed universal championship. It's a beautiful thing. I'm going to be getting a world heavyweight championship suit. And you've then, been saying that for like a month now. It's gonna happen just I got a wedding to pay for. I got all the sh- it's gonna happen. Don't worry about it. My birthday my Maybe birthday's next just... month. So one of you motherfuckers can yeah. get me that belt. How about that? I'm still paying that fucking thing off. Well, I don't know, man. Don't use a credit card. I don't want to tell you.
3: <laughs> Maybe we should talk to your groomsmen and have them all chip in and get you one.
2: Oh fuck, shut the fuck up. Yeah, George. So, I'm getting married in August. George is in my wedding. Uh, Schwartz isn't, and it's not because of a lack of friendship or like. I just, I'm I'm good friends with too many people. I'm and just
1: glad hard. I got invited to someone's wedding. It's,
2: are. I'm, I basically threw darts at the oh, wall. My God. <sighs> Don't worry. Schwartz, come you're to the bachelor party.
1: What? I didn't hear you. What are you saying? He doesn't
2: want to say it. Where's internet's acting up? <laughs> he wouldn't be making maybe, those stupid uh, faces. Uh, uh so
3: maybe you can listen back. Just listen back.
2: Yeah, and then you can respond on next week's episode. Uh, <laughs> by the way, everybody, I'm gonna I'm gonna send a reminder out uh, because our first two official episodes outside of uh, Royal Rumble have been on Thursdays. Next week is going to be on Tuesday. Uh, just for the sole reason, I'm going to be in Minneapolis uh, Thursday through like Sunday. So. Uh, Next episode is going to be coming Tuesday next week. Audio will be up on Tuesday night or Wednesday morning up on Apple Spotify slash uh, your favorite podcast platforms. So, uh, George has got a format in front of him here. George, why don't you... We're going to just talk a little bit about SmackDown and Raw here from this last week. George, if you wouldn't mind... I, I thought that first line was kind of interesting. If you wouldn't mind reading that off. Show starts with the bloodline, Cody, and Farah. That, oh my god. I say that? Are you are you kidding me, right now?
1: Pharaoh? Oh my god. And damage curls. Did you even watch it? The... Yeah.
2: <sighs> I think. Might have been drunk. Regal kinda looks like Pharaoh. Minus one leg. Yeah, he does. <laughs> so I thought that was cool. Uh you used to see Pharaoh a lot in AEW. And who doesn't who doesn't fucking yeah. who doesn't love dogs, Maybe. you know?
3: Yeah, and did you see that he came out with another shirt and it's actually Pharaoh on it and Cody's some saying up here and pharaoh is like massive on his shirt
2: do you think do you think pharaoh gets royalties on merch ask to top merch seller pharaoh at least gets a bone gold bone right so that's what happened um and then we've we've got a lot of continuation happening with this united states championship match so at this point i don't know if it's going to be Kevin Logan at Mania, Kevin Logan at Chamber. Uh, George, what do we got on that second line there?
1: Logan Paul walks out to the ring cuts a promo on the Royal Rumble match and how he underestimated Owens. Kevin Owens interrupts and cuts a promo on Logan and how he's lucky and the refs saw the brass nuts.
2: Yeah, so essentially, I think Logan's been doing a really, obviously Logan's been are doing a laughing at? Yeah, what are you laughing at, Schwartz?
3: You're just doing a great job. I love it. Oh, I thank you, it.
1: thank you very
2: much. Hey, I love it too. Fucking asshole, I love you. Fuck you both. Why don't you say something nice I'm to serious. us? We're, we're, like being, it. We're, we're giving you an actual compliment. Fuck you,
0: Pat.
3: <laughs> um. Fuck Boston. Yeah, no, uh, Logan. Logan walks out there and he just he kind of just does his whole like you know I won did you know I won all by myself kind of thing. But he was kind of giving Kevin Owens a little bit of like a hey. You know, you had me a little bit, but you still got caught. So, yeah. Uh, and then Kevin Owens just did not appreciate
0: that.
2: Yeah. So Logan, like I said, Logan's obviously been doing a great job, like by far the best in-ring celebrity WWE's ever seen. And I, I think Logan Paul is kind of a really shitty person, personally. But I can't negate the fact that he has put a lot into WWE and becoming a good in-ring performer. And his personality works great as a wrestler. The dude can cut a promo. And I think he's been doing a really good job, A on commentary, but B also people putting or also him putting over his opponents simultaneously while talking shit, because I think there's a bit of an art form to that.
1: I agree with that. Like at first when he first signed with WWE, I was like, what the fuck are they doing? Like, there's a lot of stuff that he did in the mm-hmm. past that I won't bring up that I wasn't i wouldn't say proud of or agreed with, but he's right. doing a amazing job so far mm-hmm. yeah yeah, and he
3: he does reference a lot of past wrestlers that he does he does do his homework. I have heard some of his podcasts and some of his you know shorts and snippets
0: mm-hmm.
3: he does reference you know he does watch the 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 product and he has in the past so yeah, I he's not just doing this now.
2: Yeah, and he's not somebody I, I want to turn the channel off of uh, when when he's on my screen. I think he's been doing a good job. So Kevin Owens is a great person to pair with him. Kevin can carry a match with just about anybody, uh, no matter how skilled they are. Logan Paul obviously can hold his whole, hold his own in the athleticism. Um, he's obviously in good shape, good ring shape. And that's not always easy to do either as, as you get working into it. But uh, but after that, uh, Kevin Owens defeated Theory. Theory and Grayson Waller came out in, in the Royal Rumble match between Logan Paul and Kevin Owens. And Theory, I believe, is the one that slipped the knucks to Logan Paul, which Kevin Owens eventually saw, used to knock uh, Logan Paul out. And then the ref caught Owens with the knuckles on his hands as he was pinning him and disqualified Owens. So, Kevin got his revenge on theory there. So, where do you guys see the U.S. title going? Do you think we're, we're looking at a Mania rematch with Logan Paul and Kevin? Do you think they push this out to Mania? What, what do you think happens here? I'd say
1: either Raw or Chamber. You think no, they're going to switch Sorry. folders? No, I totally messed that up. It's the Bush light. Uh, folk.
3: I think, I think this goes until mania. I think there's, you know, he's probably going to do, I don't know who he's going to give, who Nick Aldis is going to give to him. Maybe Kevin kind of, you know, sneakily does something and gets back in chamber. Or something I don't know, but I think this is going to go to chamber mm-hmm. and Kevin Owens is going to get a back or get the U S title.
2: Yeah. And I think it's interesting too, because, it was announced or brought up or something like that, that Logan Paul uh, did re-sign with the company within the last few weeks too. So so anyway, uh, not too long after this, and I thought the way they did this was really good. It set up Tiffany Stratton very well. So Tiffany Stratton made her debut on the main roster in Royal Rumble a few weeks ago. She's very impressive in NXT, and admittedly, I haven't watched as much NXT, but I'm... I'm working to getting to that. I hear a lot of good things about NXT. We're going to talk more about NXT as the weeks go on, just as a precursor. Uh, but I think we just determined there's a lot going on with the main roster and we've got more than enough to cover, especially with it being WrestleMania season now, right? So uh, anyways, Naomi walks out of Nick Aldis's office with a signed SmackDown contract. You got Bianca, uh, Michin. Who else is standing there? Because I don't remember. I, don't remember, I can't recall.
3: I don't remember either.
2: Yeah. Anyways, if there was anybody oh, I think else she, there, was
3: Shotzi out there too.
2: Oh, Shotzi, yes, Shotzi. So, so you got Meechin, Shotzi, and Bianca Belair standing outside of Nick Aldis's office. Naomi walks out with a signed contract, and they're fucking stoked. Obviously, because Naomi is officially on the SmackDown brand uh, after her Royal Rumble debut a few weeks ago. Awesome. Great return. It's great to see Naomi back. I'm excited to see what they can do with her. And then, a few seconds later, Tiffany Stratton walks out and says, I'm the center of attention of the universe, and I also signed a SmackDown contract. Uh, She steps up to Bianca and says, you're going to remember me. And then she turns and slaps (laughs) Meechan, which sets up a match between the two two of them later on. So I think that encapsulated uh, the character of Tiffany Stratton very well just by simply saying I'm the center of the universe and then
3: bitch slap Mm -hmm. it was a very quick uh, way to kind of sum up everything that she is or at least what they're going to go forward with that way they don't have to kind of build her up anymore they just like this is a bratty blonde haired girl that you know self-centered all within that little segment so yeah, her character pretty char- much what it's going to
2: be from now on, right? And her character is essentially kind of like a I don't know a heel
1: Barbie. Mm-hmm. Fair, like like you said, like I I rarely watch NXT, so I don't know a whole much about her. But after just seeing what she did within ten minutes on SmackDown, I'm like okay,
2: and that's exactly it. It's like if you're not familiar with NXT. And you bring somebody up and you want to get somebody interested. Like, you've never seen this person before. That was a fucking great way to do it. Yeah. In my opinion. So. Oh, what else is on here that's worth anything? Oh, yes. Uh, Pete Dunn and Tyler Bate defeated pretty deadly LWA and uh, Legato Del Fantasma in a fatal four-way tag team match. So they're going to move on to the team that wins the same type of match that happened on Raw, which we'll, we'll, we'll touch on again. Uh, but basically, they have these fatal four-way tag team matches set up on Raw and SmackDown, and the winner of those two will face each other to be number one contenders for the tag titles against Judgment Day, who still have the tag titles.
1: I think they should uh, change the rules for those kind of matches. Instead of two people, have one
2: person from each team. Just in... They've a, done that before. Just in a fatal four-way singles
1: match, you're saying?
2: No, like... So no, it, it's hey. a fatal four-way
1: tag match, but... You have one person in the ring at a time? One person from each team in the ring. Yeah, they've done that before. Really? They... Oh, yeah. Yeah. They, they used to do they,
2: it all they, the time.
3: Have, there's no rhyme or reason when they do it. So.
2: Well, and the weird thing about when they used to do those matches is you could tag somebody from a different team to come in. Well, no, so the way they did it is you could only have two people in the ring at a time. So if you had four teams, for some reason they would tag somebody from the other team and not their own team, which didn't make sense. Which is the
3: dumbest thing in the world.
2: The only way that would make sense to me is if their teammate is like knocked down or whatever on the floor, and they really need to get out of the ring because they're getting their ass kicked, and they can make a hot tag to somebody else. But still, I I feel like it's a bit of a stretch.
3: What? Yeah. What? What is it like? Why would I ever want to tag a different team or different team in? There's no incentive. Other than to let them win or get them gassed out and then take it, yeah. Other than so the, I don't know,
2: yeah. Other than just preventing getting your ass beat, you know, if if, if you're getting <laughs> whatever, I digress. <laughs> uh, so that's happening. Outside of that, so I think Bailey, uh, that whole Trav. Why don't you walk us through everything that happened with Bailey and SmackDown? I'm sorry, Shorts. Uh, if 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 anybody's not at um, the speed. Shorts' his real name is Travis, but my name is Travis. We call him Shorts, which is short for his last name, just to make it easier on us. <laughs> so, wa- walk us through everything that happened with Bailey on SmackDown.
3: Uh, essentially, they, the Kabuki Warriors and uh, and I were in the locker room and they were talking shit about Bailey, how he's going to be ended tonight or let go tonight. And, you know, they start laughing and then they get off screen and then uh Bailey kind of comes out with a, a sad, but concerned and determined look. And yeah. just kind of sits outside of coming out of the bathroom. Yeah. She overhears them talking and shit. Just kinda, right. And so she knew exactly what they said. So yeah. she was cooking something up while they were, while they were gone.
2: So, and shortly after that, uh basically damage control came out together and Bailey started talking about Bailey is here at 2024. Women's Royal Rumble winner. And she starts talking about her different options for WrestleMania and who she can face and what title she can go for. Uh, she starts talking about the different paths she can take, like I mentioned. But ultimately, uh, here is a sample of where everything ended up.
0: What does she wakara <laughs> uh, Yeah, that's Japanese. I picked that up from all the times you guys talked about me behind my back.
2: You guys think I don't see all around me? Do you know how long I've been in the WWE? I've done it all. I've seen it all. You guys talk about me constantly. Why? All I wanted was for Damage Control to be the best. All I wanted was to take this to the top to WrestleMania and I wanted to do that together. But you guys see nothing in me, do you? Huh? EO,
0: what happened when you, me, and Dakota started this? We were like this. Ever since they came around, you turned your back on me. What happened? Oh, my God.
2: So that happened. Uh, so we have, we have an official title match with ba- – so, George, I'm, I'm telling George to make me another drink because he's going to grab another Bush Light as well. So one thing of old-fashioned mix – Two things of brandy, and then I have an open thing of sprite in the fridge. You top it off with. Uh poor, 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 <laughs> poor, poor, poor. That's so. Good. Essentially,
3: they they pretty much set up that you know Io mm-hmm. was going to take on Bailey, and it, there had to have been they couldn't just be you know just a friendly title match. There had to be Bailey is out. Out of the uh, damage control.
2: Yeah. And, so
3: it, it had to be some kind of stipulation for that.
2: Yeah. And that's, oh, God, that's way too much. Holy fuck. I'm going to get drunk on this podcast. Top it off with that. I don't know. What, what do you call it? Starry. Is that what they fucking change Sierra Mist to? Is that what it's called? Yeah. Star, they Starry.
3: They, they do Starry now. I
2: don't know, they all taste the same to me. Holy yeah. fuck. Mix it with that fork that's over on the table.
3: Oh, where do you, where was Dakota Kai in all this?
2: She was not there for this. Yeah, um, she was not there no, for but this. But she did text. She sent a tweet in as this was going on, and said something like, "Yo, what the fuck?" Or, oh, did or whatever. She? Yeah. So, um, I she's what, what gonna they, have to. I
3: thought they were. I thought they were building up that Dakota Kai was just gonna take this over and she was just going to be the leader and then just be the head of damage control and boo Bailey out. I think this was kind of what they're going towards.
2: Thank you, darling. I don't know. I never got that vibe <laughs> uh, out of the whole situation, to be honest with you. I, I never thought okay. Dakota Kai was gearing up to be the leader. Uh, after, yeah. after you had Kyrie Sane come back, I always had the vibe it was gonna be kind of the Japanese women that kind of banded together, and Dakota Kai and Bailey don't exactly fit that. So I don't know if Dakota Dakota Kai stays with them, or you know, maintains her allegiance with Bailey. Uh, but I think this can get really interesting, and I'm definitely invested in this. And Bailey's promo yeah. at SmackDown was fucking great, and so we're getting a face turn Bailey that we haven't had in a really long time.
3: I hope that they don't go to the Hugger Bailey. I I think she's that can't come
2: back. Holy I don't <laughs> Damn, that's stiff. Anyway. Any no, time. Yeah, and I there's there's no way they're going back to Hugger Bailey. There's there's no way. Uh I, I feel think like that's that, long
3: gone. Yeah, I think that's just an NXT thing.
2: Yeah, I think she's going to have some edits to her packaging and I mean, I mean, I feel like they have to, uh, yeah, you, you can't just go back to that. One thing I noticed, and I don't know if you guys yeah. caught this or not, uh, but I believe when Bailey, when she first turned heel and she was hitting the wacky waving inflatable arm flailing tube, man, Yep. I'm pretty sure she used a pipe, right? I'd have to go back and look at it, but I think my memory is serving me right on she that. She
3: did. She did. There was, uh, there was two pictures that were circulating on X Yeah, that they did show that pipe.
2: Great. Perfect. When they started beating down Bailey, she was kind of in the corner or whatever and she reached behind the steel steps and she pulled up a steel pipe. Kind of cool. She turned heel with the pipe. She's turning face with the pipe.
3: Maybe that's all she knows. Maybe she only likes to just get piped.
2: Jesus <laughs> Christ! Oh. I'm not drunk enough for this conversation now. All of a sudden, not yet. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it's interesting because you're you got your Bukaki Warriors. I know what I'm saying. I'm just gonna always gonna call them Bukaki Warriors now, just because it's just it's so hard not to. If if anybody else in the comments can let me know if they also think Bukaki when they hear Kabuki. Uh please please just like give me some validation <laughs> on this. I'm not trying to be weird about it. It's just I'm worried. Uh, you have I don't want mind. to be near you. You're fine. fine. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that's interesting because Dakota Kai's injured in the only active wrestler in the group that doesn't have Gold is Bailey because you've got your Kabuki Warriors with the tag titles and then you got IO Sky with the Women's Championship. So yes, I figured, yeah, the
3: Universal Undisputed Universal Title.
2: Yeah, whatever. I I don't. I'm. I can never Say remember. I, I I can't remember which women's title is is what. If I'm being totally honest with you, they're the
3: same as the men's.
2: I don't think they are. I don't think. I don't think one of the women's titles they is are. called Universal. No, I think. I think it's. I think one's the WWE Women's Championship, and I think the other one's the the Heavyweight women's yes, championship or whatever, is. but I don't know which is which. So, fuck me, I guess. Sorry. You
3: no. don't know which which one's which? Look Jake? it up. Maria's looks just like Seth.
2: Yeah, but is hers called the heavyweight? I don't know. All right. Well, it is. I'm pretty sure it is. Thank you, Doctor Schwartz. Uh,
3: watch Watch it once in a while, okay? Oh,
2: fuck. All right, sorry. I should probably start watching wrestling now, shouldn't I? Yeah, I've just been winging this whole thing good. the whole time. <laughs> I haven't seen a single fucking thing. Just going off Google. Here we are in this you wrestling. Can do pretty podcast. good for not watching. Thank you. I appreciate that. I'm just going to continue sipping out of my my
3: American yeah, Nightmare lowball
2: that yep. I got for like thirteen dollars on WWE Shop Bukaki. <laughs> so, <laughs> <laughs> the fuck. You did that on purpose you son of a I bitch. I did.
0: Oh
3: god. Yeah, so. so the next the next thing that happened was Bobby and the Street Pop- Profits versus The Final Testament.
1: The match didn't even fucking start. I I
3: I didn't, but I knew that they were going to do that. I somehow knew that that was going to happen because they're not just going to give that to us on raw. No way. They're going to prolong that
2: until probably... Oh, wait, you're, hold on. No, you're, you're, that Smackdown, bud. Yeah, now you're the one fucking up which... Bird, was sorry, like. Smackdown. Ooh. Oh, my God. He's not even drinking. because Bobby you is always on
1: Raw. Are you drinking? You should be. What are you drinking?
2: I slammed some 27 wine. 27 drunk. Fricked. What? Fricked. He's... Yeah, he, he's fricking. He's a dryer. No, in the I, it's thing. only
3: because Bobby Bobby, and the Street Profits were both on Raw before.
2: It's true. Um, if you guys even
3: watch
1: before. Well, there's Fuck. a draft.
3: Yeah. Anyway. But
2: Uh
3: but there's a there's a, one good thing was B Fab.
2: Yeah. So obviously we haven't seen her since um I I can't even remember the name of the group at this point. Hit Row. Hit Row. <laughs> yeah, I don't I, I mean we, we uh, have we have seen B Fab uh, backstage talking to Bobby, but it never went anywhere until now, finally. Yeah.
3: Did, um, Top Dollar was, is gone. He's doing fine in the Indies, but is right. Ashtanti the Adonis, is he still there? Is he gone? You know,
2: haven't checked, haven't seen, haven't, uh, saw Do him. Do you even and, know and who film. he is? Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, I, I, I'm familiar with that because I mean, they came up to the main roster as the entire group at one point, but I did see them on NXT before yeah. that too. I, I was aware of what was going on a little bit oh. at the time.
3: Yeah, that makes sense. Um he could be down there too. I guess I don't even know. I haven't seen that.
2: Yeah. So what do we think about Final Testament?
3: Dangerous. They just haven't done anything, so it's just kind of bleh.
2: They haven't yet. Uh I
3: They're scary as hell.
2: I think this is the best thing that they've had with Carry and Cross since he first came up and you know, Vince was still there when he first came up, and he kind of turned carrying cross into a bitch. They had him wear the fucking Roman helmet, and it became really stupid. And I think they've been floundering a little bit and figuring out what they can do with him that is going to get him to a better spot. Him and Scarlet both.
3: Uh, I just don't know why they get they got away from that whole, you know, the hourglass TikTok thing. Like I think that was. I thought that was great. He's fine with, with running that through for a while, but they just insist that he needs a a new, not even like a new gimmick, but it was just like something to, something that's not the TikTok thing.
1: Do you remember when he brought out the hourglass when Roman was in the ring and that went fucking nowhere? I actually don't. That's how
3: shitty
2: it must've gone. Yeah. Like,
3: no, I remember that. Wow. It's like half the shit that they do. It's like, they kind of sample some stuff just to kind of put some feelers out. I thought that was going to be great, and they did nothing.
2: And that was – but that was – so I'm assuming that's probably when Vince was there, perhaps.
1: Uh, uh, like, oh when God, was yeah, this? It was. Yeah. Was like, uh, it was. A year ago, maybe? Within no, I, I don't want to say within a year. I would say give or take.
2: <sighs> yeah, it, that's, that's it, not the way you – that's not how you put feelers out. Like, if you're going to – if you're going to – you're starting an angle by having somebody come out and face off with your champion. Clearly, right? You can't just not yeah. do anything with that. That sucks. I, and to, that's, that's that's To be just, honest,
3: I really think that... I think he got let go or something or something was changed. That's why it just didn't go anywhere.
2: I mean, he got released at one point. I don't know if it was a couple years ago. I can't remember when it was. He got released and then came back and he came back to the main roster. Yep. Yeah. And since then, I think it's just been trying to feel out yeah. what you can do with him. I understand there are there are some characters, there are some gimmicks. It's hard to figure out what to do with. But he did great in NXT. He was the NXT champion. And there was no problem with him then. His presentation was great. They had no yeah. problem f- doing what they could with him. For some reason, in the main roster, it just never worked. And hopefully, this is going to work. Uh, I'm not surprised that AOP is back. There was a report months ago. I don't know if it was months. It probably was. It, I think it. Excuse me. I think it has been multiple months that AOP has been signed, and they just they didn't do anything with them up until now. Uh, I think this pairing makes a lot of sense, and I was really excited to see Paul Ellering with them. I don't know where he fits in with this necessarily, because. It, when you have Carrion Cross, like he's already a really strong leader. So to me, Paul Ellering is just kind of there. Yeah. But and if then, they if they can define they some Scarlet prominent too. roles for everybody, uh, I'm yeah. very on board with Final Testament, I think.
1: I think I told you this like when we were playing Call of Duty, but like the Final Testament and the bloodline, like th- that kind of feud, mm. I think that'd be pretty fucking good.
2: Yeah. I'd be interested in that, but you you really yeah, gotta I mean, build up final testament, I think, to get to that point.
3: Yeah, and you have to uh, the bloodline needs to make it out of WrestleMania unscathed, so
1: yeah. Absolutely. Or even like the judgment day. I think. Absolutely. That'd be with, good. With R Truth. Yeah. Oh
2: my god. You need our truth. Yeah, the the prominent member of Judgment it's not Day. Work. Fucking R Truth. It's not gonna work. Uh uh. I just want to give a quick shout out. According to YouTube, we have six viewers right now, which is the most we've ever had at one time oh, yeah, on yeah. the live stream. If oh, if anybody's yeah. in the comments, uh, please just shout uh, shout something out. Um, ask a question. If, I, even if you're here because you don't know anything yeah. about wrestling, awesome. Like Just say, hey, that's awesome. I'm hey, can you guys tell Travis that I was right? Him. About what? I was right. About what? You know what? Uh, What? Shout out to Jeffrey Snyder, class of twenty eleven. That's that is an off air conversation. (laughs) Anyways, very confusing. We'll we'll fill you in. We'll touch base on it later when you
1: are when you are older. Aren't you the youngest one here? What? You are the youngest one. (laughs) What's your birthday? Am I? Yeah, I am thirty
2: one. Shorts. He's 31. His birthday's in I'm November. 31. Oh. You guys, sh- fuck you. You guys should have graduated in tw- 2010. No. Did you guys get held back? Is that what happened? I was one of the older ones no, in my class like, in Warehouse. Like, you like, had a class right? of fucking five we're people. Like I know. I was one of the older ones. Congratulations. <sighs> Me and Brad are like three weeks apart. Fuck Brad. Fuck. I agree. That motherfucker is like on a snowboarding vacation. Yeah. Not working at Zendesk, like I still am. Fucking PS4 playing motherfucker. True that. Just fucking upgrade our I love that
3: throwing all this out right now. Just tossing it all out.
1: Alcohol does that. Right.
3: <sighs> I love alcohol. Um, so, oh. moving on, I guess. So, Braun Breaker. He, they switch over to Braun Breaker talking to both of the GMs in the back. And I'm almost positive that Nick Aldis tries to
2: kick out Adam Pierce. Yeah. And yeah, I think it's interesting because I don't love like brand versus brand stuff. Uh, But they've had an interesting dynamic. It seems like Adam Pierce has kind of been like the annoying, like I'm going to try to steal shit from you if I can sort of thing. Yeah. And Nick Aldis has been like the utmost professional, but I love both of them as GMs and I'm, I'm really liking how they're, they're doing this. I think GMs on brands just, make everything make sense and it makes everything cohesive. So to have that has been really nice to see, especially with those two. And I was, I had, I I had my doubts about Nick Aldis when he first came in. I never thought he was a strong personality. Uh, like when he was the NWA champion for as long as he was, but he, boy, have I been very wrong about that since he came into WWE. Like, yeah. He was I pretty like
3: dry him. in NWA. <laughs>
2: Sorry. Somehow my microphone flipped. I need to get a better stand for this. I, uh, anyways, uh, I'm going to give a shout out here to, uh, Phil. What up, Phil? Love you, Phil. And, uh, we got Mason Luke in here. Mason says Cody and Jay versus Roman and rock at elimination chamber. Uh, I mean, yeah, I, I would love that. Uh, either Cody and Seth or Cody and Jay versus Roman and rock I think both can make sense Seth strictly because he was at the press conference Jay because he's he would be he would be uh, that would be three people involved in that match that are a part of the same family mm-hmm. Jay is very obviously on the other side of Roman and rock very much seems to be on the side and- of Roman as well but you also have Jay
1: and Guthrie that would be a, going at it right now.
2: Yeah,
3: yeah, and but like also that would give a little bit of a a swerve too if they even wanted to get Jay back into the bloodline. Yeah, and I you can just turn on
2: Jay's a very over babyface, and I think we're, yeah, we're, with Raw has obviously a few strong babyfaces. You got Cody, you got Sammy, you got Jay. Uh, I think you need to keep Jay babyface as long as he's on Raw, at least for now. Uh, but I, it, there's a lot of strong babyfaces in this company and a lot of strong heels. Um, and just as a sidebar, I think this is like the strongest roster probably WWE has almost ever had. Mm-hmm.
3: Well, And it's almost adds, a detriment yeah, to them and... too, though.
2: I mean, yeah. I mean, not to bring anything up, but like, you don't need to rely on Brock anymore for a a match to draw, you know. Um, you've got Punk, Cody. Way has, too soon. <laughs> fuck you. Uh, you've got you've got po- Cody. You've got Punk. You've got Jay. You've got Sammy. You've got Kevin. You've okay. got. I mean, who else is on SmackDown? You've got Ricochet. Randy. You got yeah. Ricochet is over. You got Randy. You got L.A. Knight. You got Styles. I mean, there's just so many good names. It, like, just people they can just strictly rely on. How long has it been since it's been like this?
1: Yeah. It's been a while. But you know who I'm glad I have not I seen on TV in a very long time?
2: Uh, n-
1: enlighten just me. Goldberg. Oh, my God. I liked <laughs> him.
2: He's pissed. Yeah. Oh, 04. yeah. He's had some beef I, for no reason, I feel like.
3: Well, they said he said that he's pissed because he didn't get his go home match or his go oh, away match. Fuck of thing. Off.
2: Come on, he was promised. That's fucking stupid. I don't. So, do do you guys remember what his last match was? Because I I don't. The Taker. Uh, was it Saudi was it Taker? Where he dropped him on his fucking
1: mm-hmm. head. Or was it? That might have been it.
2: Who beat him? It was for either the- Brock. Who beat him for the Universal Title? Fiend.
3: No. No, he lost to the or he, Goldberg won from the Fiend. Was it
1: oh, Roman was never my fucking brain? No, because Roman got it from the Fiend when he came back.
2: It had to yeah, be in Braun. It was it Brock because Drew beat Brock at the COVID Mania.
3: It was like back and forth,
1: Brock and Goldberg. Anyway, so it could have been.
2: Doesn't matter. Goldberg saying that he didn't get a retirement match can fuck off.
1: I'll be be his fucking retirement match. Oh, my God. I I, I took a chop the other week. I'm pretty sure I could take anything. (laughs) Yeah, so
2: if anybody is is new to our podcast, which pretty much everybody is, because it's very hard to get new people to listen to this, as I'm finding out, but we're working on it in due time, right? Our focus is to have fun. And just hope anybody joins along for the ride. Uh, We have a prediction challenge that we do during big pay-per-views, especially. Uh, A bunch of people come over to my basement, where we are currently. And we fill out these scorecards uh, that are made by ProWrestlingScoreCards.com. And between the three of us, whoever had the top score got to legit fucking... Woo! Ric Flair Chop. I just scared Regal. Got to Ric Flair Chop, the person that had the lowest score. George lost, Uh, he had to take a shirt off, and shorts. got to chop him. You can see that on our TikTok. You can see that on our YouTube uh, shorts. I took it like a fucking champ, okay, guys? You did. I mean, he left a pretty good welt on you, too. Nipple to nipple. Yeah, yeah, so at the very end of it, there's a slow-mo. You can see both nips just fucking a little jiggle. God, take me back. (laughs) You want it again? I'll give it to you right now. You want
3: another
1: one? I got to lose
2: this. You get
3: this work again?
1: Get these fucking hands next time, motherfucker!
2: Get these hands! I'm not finished with you. That's my strong, very strong, brown impression.
1: Uh, big old choo-choo train. Um, choo-choo motherfucker. So We're way off topic guess, here.
2: Oh my god! I at
3: least that. staying on some track. Staying on track. Uh-huh. I see what um, you did there. <laughs> Anyways. On over to Tiffany Stratton. Yes. Tiffany Tiff- versus Meechan.
2: Tiffany um, wins. Very, I thought this
3: was really good.
2: Yeah, she won handedly. I thought... Yeah,
3: but I also... oh, Is that the first time you saw her actually wrestle a full match?
2: I've seen her before. I, I mean, I don't recall a lot, but I know I thought positive things when I've caught her the little bit that I have before. And she is one of the names I'm probably most familiar with as far as um, NXT goes. Uh, I watched a match and uh, gosh, I can't remember who she fought, but it was one of the NXT bigger events where she lost and had to be a ranch hand or whatever. I I did watch that match and I, Oh, that was was good.
3: Fallon Fallon Hensley. Yeah.
2: Right. Yep. Yep. Um, That whole
3: skit in itself was actually very funny. If you ever watch it, it was like eight minutes long. It was pretty funny. Yeah. But Because I mean, a lot of people can relate not being able to be a ranch hand. So, um, Tiffany was she was good. She kind of struggled in the beginning, um, but it was good. She definitely played out her um, her character throughout that um, that match. Um, You know, trying not really pandering, but you know, trying to get the the rise out of the crowd. Mm -hmm. She was yelling, "That's Tiffany time!" What she did in in NXT. but uh, I thought it was great until her perfect moonsault. Which, dude, she has the best moonsault, even better than Eros Shirai, Way better. She, if she would have landed it cleanly, I would have been. I wouldn't have gave. It would have been the, probably one of the better matches. So.
2: Is the name? Isn't the name of her moonsault yeah. the prettiest moonsault in the world, or something like that? Like very fitting for her her character. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't even think of that. Well, hell yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm excited to see what they do with Tiffany. I can see her, uh, moving up pretty quickly and facing off with people like Bianca and Bailey and just, you know, the people that have been on top for a long time. Charlotte. Yeah. I I think she very much is somebody that could be a part of that next wave to, you know, kind of help shape things going forward. Uh, she yeah. she looks great in ring. Her character is is spot on. I, I'm a fan of what's happening with her for sure. Same. So Travis, yes,
3: you get tell us what happened at the end of SmackDown. Oh, please.
2: you know what? I was really upset about it, and now I feel so good. So at the end of SmackDown. Oh my God! I just. Oh.
1: I'm am sorry. I had to text you and tell you what happened.
2: No, and that's fine. So I I couldn't watch live on Friday. What the hell was I doing on Friday? I don't even remember now. Uh, I don't remember where you were on Snapchat. <laughs> George watches Snapchat map all the time. Just you, it, apparently. Like you don't have yours turned on. Like I don't. I never remember it's even a thing. But but alas, it's awful.
1: Trashy shit or sports. Sorry, you should turn
2: yours on. <laughs> Jesus Christ. You're not even. Mine is on you, you could look people, at his location. You. You're not even going to know what the fuck it means. You don't, don't even know where I he just lives. Need to, I just need to know where he is. Do you even know what state he's in? Michigan. Shut the fuck up. It well, starts well with an well.
1: M. Maryland. Minnesota. Minnesota Maine. Maine.
2: What else starts with an M? Maryland. <laughs> Did we cover everything? Massachusetts. Montana. Uh, Montana. I think there's a song we learned in
1: elementary Alabama, school. Alaska, Arizona. Uh, sing Arizona. it, George.
2: Nope.
3: Sing it.
1: No, I don't think I will.
3: Damn. I'll let I'll let you chop me if you...
2: i take it back. <laughs> I think he could do it if we let him, but we're not going to. I was going to say,
3: I'll let you chop me if you can sing it perfectly right now.
2: Backwards. Do it then. No. <laughs> Damn! Uh, I don't know when the Undertaker ever made that noise, but apparently he did. And, uh, I'm here Oh, for speaking
3: it. of the Undertaker, did you see him?
0: Uh, he,
3: uh, present, he presented the Riyadh uh, soccer trophy in front of Ronaldo. In all gear, he was set up as the Undertaker in in all of his gear. Yeah,
2: yeah, I saw that. Wild, yes. Uh, I saw, uh, he came out with the um, with his gear, with the music. It was a little weird because, like, everything in the video, like, nothing's happening in English, you know what I mean? So.
0: Yeah,
3: but well, how did you yeah. how did you like the final segment on Friday?
1: Um, Shocking. I mean, electrifying.
2: It's uh, so for those listening or watching, whether or not you pay attention, there's a lot going on right now with Royal Rumble. Cody won the Royal Rumble match, therefore he gets to choose. Uh, there's two world champions in the WWE. There's one representing Raw, one representing SmackDown. The winner of the Royal Rumble gets to choose which champion he wants to challenge at WrestleMania for their championship. Um. Everybody wants Cody Rhodes to face Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns is related to The Rock. Roman Reigns has had this title for like 1,400 days. I think he's the fourth longest reigning champion in WWE history. Which is saying something because the longest reigning champion was Bruno San Martino and he had that championship for like seven or eight years. Something like that. Give or take. So to have that championship as long as Roman Reigns has had it is fucking wild. It is absolutely wild. Now granted, back in the day, Bruno San Martino had to wrestle way more than Roman has to now. And that's not to take away from Roman's reign. Ah, see what I did there? That was uh, an accident. Roman reigns. Roman's reign. Um, but. Fuck, stupid. Kind, of, kind of an irrelevant point. But more or less, everybody wants Cody to face Roman because he lost to Roman at WrestleMania last year after he won the Royal Rumble. Cody won the Royal Rumble again this year. So everybody wants him to go for Roman again. So he can. Finish the story. Finish the fucking story. I'm going to put that on the soundboard. Finish the story. I have to finish the story. Yeah. So, outside of that, here is a snippet of what happened with Cody. Uh, So, basically, The Rock is out there. Cody comes out. Cody says some things. He's like, yeah, I could go for Seth, basically or I could go for you, Cody essentially more or less gives up his chance to fight Roman, which is extremely illogical. But here's what happened on SmackDown this last Friday. Matter of fact, I'm moving my own goalposts. I want that title. I want everything. And I am coming for it. I am coming for you, Roman Reigns. but not at Wrestlemania. I mentioned taking counsel. Roman, one of the individuals I talked to, he knows you very well. So, yeah, everybody is really pissed about that because Cody seemingly was like, hey, Roman, I want your title, but I'm not going to try to challenge you for it. Schwartz, can you tell me what logic there is in that? Like, literally anything. Give me something that could make sense. Just give me something.
3: Like, maybe he wants wants to do it at a different time. I don't know. Like, he thinks that... There's something bigger than WrestleMania?
0: Fuck
3: that. No. What
2: what what um, what makes sense? So the only logical place I can see it happening at not WrestleMania, but it's not nearly as big. The only logical place Rian. would be No. The only logical place is Madison Square Garden because that is the place where Dusty was handed <laughs> that championship and then it was taken away from him and said, Oh, you can't win it by DQ. That's what the story is about. Yeah. So logically, yeah, what else makes sense?
3: I could see them just being like, "Oh, you know, the Saudi Arabian king is going to pay us 10 billion dollars if you uh, if Cody wins in Saudi uh, and in Riyadh."
2: Yeah, but what makes sense in the story?
3: I don't think WWE cares about the story and if if they have to, whoa, hold, on whoa, to that, whoa, whoa. Have hold on to Roman hold onto that title until Riyadh.
2: What do you mean you don't think they care about the story?
3: If they if they had this big ass lump sum of money and Riyadh, uh, the king of Saudi Arabia, goes, we'll you know we'll quadruple the last time you came here. If Roman drops the title here, no, you don't think that they would just be like you don't think they'll just go oh, yeah, we'll have Roman hang on to it another six more months. We'll do it. I think they would do it.
2: I think if they were to do it, I think they would make it make sense. Well, it would,
3: but it's like right now it makes sense for Cody to take that title now.
2: Yeah. Oh, of course it does. I don't know. I, but yeah, with
3: his whole with his whole thing, he said not right now, WrestleMania. I don't know. Maybe they were trying to pitch something. Maybe they're giving themselves a little bit of a you know feeler. Like maybe people were like, eh, maybe he doesn't need to do it, and maybe he could just go after sets and just take that title and be fine. And then they saw the backlash and they're like, okay, we tried a little bit. And then, sure, like, fuck it. We're going to go back to that
2: title. So, what you're saying is, you think <clears throat> they had Rock come out and they had Cody sidestep, and that if the reception was better, they would have potentially gone straight with Roman Rock. But they didn't make it completely official. Just in case.
3: Yeah. Yep. That's exactly what I'm saying. I feel
2: like there's a lot more to the story. WrestleMania press conference was definitely the just in case then. Thank fuck.
3: Uh, I th- yeah, I think they. I can't. Sorry. I, I think they cats. were using this. Um, this press conference to really solidify. You know, we heard you guys. Or you know what? See what the fans say, and they're like, "Fine, we'll give the definitive, definitive answer at the press conference." Well,
1: what they just—they just came out with this press conference what two days ago, three days ago?
3: No, so okay, <laughs> it, on paper, oh, God, on paper, yeah, they did. <laughs> but um, if you think about it, you can't just—you can't just like in you know a week's time uh, rent out the T-Mobile Arena. This has been definitely in the cards for months. Yeah. No way that this could have been just like, well, I don't know. This was always the plan.
2: I I don't know. Uh, this was not Veronica. Shout out to Veronica. Um, shut the fuck up. This was, uh, Phil. So Phil said, (laughs) we brought up Saudi Arabia. (laughs) Phil says, uh, (laughs) Phil's a buddy of mine from monster trucks, but also into wrestling. We hop on discord in, in our monster truck group pretty often. Uh, especially in the middle of the week when, when, the couple of days that people are home before they go to their next Monster Jam or Monster Truck throwdown shows or whatever. Uh Phil says, this is the same king of Saudi that wanted Yokozuna to appear at Greatest Royal Rumble. <laughs> <laughs> did you guys hear about he that? Say that. Uh yeah, we want Yokoz yeah, yeah Yokozuna has been dead for like decades. Sorry. Yes. Like we'll like we we appreciate your money, but um he's not alive. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey, Definitely can we get, can really can we get Chris one. Benoit and Eddie Guerrero? Shut the fuck up. Oh, And, a, and a buried alive match. Anyways, sorry. That was too much. Dark sense of humor. I'm really uh, sorry. Okay, okay,
1: okay. Chris Benoit, Eddie Guerrero, oh, no. Undertaker, triple, a, or triple Threat Match. Who wins?
2: Well. Taker, probably because the insane. other two are dead.
1: That's what I was going to say. You're fucking too slow. <laughs> oh, my God, you guys. Uh, we're going
2: to get canceled. Yep,
1: <laughs> Thank you, all six viewers. Hey, well, this is a
2: So, anyways, ladies and gentlemen, this is the conclusion in the season or the series finale. No. <laughs> well, it, it was nice
3: knowing you guys. Yeah. Damn. Let George talk. Uh, me?
1: Uh,
3: oh, Shit You're the one that said it. Nobody nobody held he a fucking gun said, here, said not it, not me.
2: I need to start drinking more during these. This is way more fun. Right,
3: yeah, I'll keep
2: drinking, making your Travis, you your hammer right now off that freaking no, cup full of brandy. No, no, I wasn't gonna drink. I normally don't.
1: <sighs> I pretty much told him like you should drink. Yeah.
2: I I rarely drink during, especially during the weekdays. Like I'll have a little bit during the weekends yeah. if something's like I don't like just drink at home though. I I don't know. It's I'm not I'm not in my mid twenties anymore. I'm in my early thirties. Bro, like, we you, should, like you like, guys.
1: We should just like quit this like wrestling podcast and just fucking roast each other for an hour.
2: just cut promo wrestling promos on each other for three hours. Here and there, you know, just make
1: make fun of each other.
3: Just every Thursday, we just roast the absolute shit out of each other.
2: Yeah, why not? Fuck it, why not?
3: I could probably come up with some stuff, yeah. Each person gets an hour. So, yeah,
2: to recap, shout out Phil. We love you. If you're not subscribed, you better subscribe on YouTube. And as you can see on the screen, Apple and Spotify not necessarily yeah. both just one if you, but if you have both do it with both
3: be one of our 26 subscribers
2: yeah we're also on other podcasting platforms whatever's connected to the rss feed uh That's true. anyways That's true. uh so yeah um we oh, pretty much everybody left smackdown on friday being very angry because Everything basically said. Understatement. Yeah. Everything basically pointed to Cody being like, hey, I have this opportunity to face you, and I'm telling you I want your championship and I want to take everything from you, but I'm not going to fucking do it. Here's your stupid cousin, The Rock. Mm -hmm. And then Rock and And Roman had a face off, and that's how SmackDown went off the air.
3: Yeah. And then immediately. X blew the absolute fuck up. Yeah. With We Want Cody. And then, mm-hmm. in retaliation to that, people started doing We Want Rocky. And it definitely trended more towards Cody. Um, I think the I think the Rock had maybe half a day's worth, and everyone's like, "Oh, it's a full day or something." And it's like, "Should we should no, we talk so about the just...
1: the most disliked WWE video on oh, YouTube?" Oh my God! Yeah, that's it.
2: It was basically eighty percent dislikes to likes by time, and and they yeah. uploaded that without the um, without the Cody walking away, without. Rock and Cody embracing and Rock whispering in his ear. Uh, they were, I don't yeah. know if it was an oh shit damage control thing because they didn't know what they were going to do yet or there wasn't a backup plan or there's a lot to this. And maybe we'll never really yeah. know, which is fine. Uh, They're—they're
3: they're, The WWE uh, social media person really had their work cut out this weekend. Hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't really know if they hit, they hit everything out of the park. They were just kind of hitting bunts with trying to push this whole rock thing. Yeah. When everybody else was like, absolutely fucking not. We do not want this. Right. But they just kept leaning into it more and more and more.
2: It was really interesting. And gosh, it's tough because I feel like I've been such, through such a roller coaster in the last week. I don't want to be like, wow, We give them a lot of credit because it's, it's just been. I, I think ultimately, like, I'm going to look back on this and be like, holy fuck, they got me. I was so invested. I was so angry. I was so happy. I was so invested. And I was there for everything happening. I looked at The Rock's Instagram. I looked at his tweets and. Do you still call them tweets, even though it's not Twitter? X's. I, yeah, I never I the really X's. Call I, just call them yeah. X's. I never understood. I never understood Twitter. I've never really. Oh, you have a lot much. of those. <laughs> so do you, motherfucker? Hey, can you tell me about one? Which one? <laughs> knock
1: knock. Uh,
2: Let's uh, not use full
3: names. <laughs>
2: uh, Casey. Oh, I think that's the one I've been hearing about lately. Tell me about her, Schwartz. Hot tub, time machine? Hot tub, time machine? (laughs) Why do we. (laughs) Bang, bang! (laughs) 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 Okay, so. Anyways. (laughs) Anyways. <laughs> We're getting so... Hey, talk remember when we went it. to Thorpe? Anyway. That's a good
1: um, No. <laughs> in your fucking shitty-ass Kia. Oh, the Kia. Blue. So, uh, Was that when the that door handle didn't work so... on the inside? Pretty sure you had to open it like a gentleman
2: for me. Or you could just roll the fucking window down. And... How the
1: fuck would I do that in the middle
2: of winter? Because you're not a fucking idiot. Oh, my God. Actually, you are. <sighs> it's not wrong, people. <sighs> Anyways... Moving on to Raw, because... Holy fuck, we're not on Raw yet. I think everybody's... Bro, we are yeah, running out of time. Teams.
1: I... need to get going soon.
2: So anyways...
3: Whatever, you can have a bedtime at
1: 9.30. You can
3: J-O
2: somewhere, somewhere else. Friday. Yeah, you don't know what fucking time I get up in the morning. What's the last day of the week? Anyways, you can be tired for a little bit. And, and then you can go in the last, last fucking I would, two, two weeks. fucking care. God, you're such a you. fucking... What... So that's what I thought. Uh, I saved myself. Yeah. So, anyways, moving on to Raw here. Uh, this last Monday show starts with uh, Seth coming down to the ring. Cody comes out. Both of them. Was he limping like Roman. Like Roman. <laughs> I mean, yeah, was... I and mean, Roman walks pretty slow, but I wouldn't call it a limp.
0: <laughs>
2: um, it's um, like,
3: like a strut. You'll hear about it.
2: Basically, nothing too special here. They're cutting promos on each other. Drew, So you got Drew and Cody and Seth in the ring. Drew then headbutts Seth, and then Cody starts beating up on Drew, and Drew falls out of the ring. As he's walking up the ramp, he's kind of chuckling. So that just adds more confusion to this whole Royal Rumble winner title situation, right? Because at this point, we still have no fucking idea what Cody's going to do. I think everybody still everybody obviously still wants him to face Roman, but there's still a really, really good chance he's gonna face Seth and everybody's gonna be pissed. Yeah. I think
3: I did love Drew's shirt though, actually
1: though. You know I thought about buying one.
2: Oh are they guys. even
3: out right
2: now? Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure they came out like the second he he fucking took his uh, they really did off. it
3: wasn't like a just a he has a thing
1: what are you doing i was doing the fucking fuck you oh yeah there you go Wait, so, me, sorry it trashes the screens in my goddamn way you know it kind of works <laughs> out cuz like he can be like the headstone
2: we're going to get so many tiktoks out of this you episode
3: to, you want me to hold hold still
2: and just Well, i mean yeah just be a headstone and then me and george will just Get in here. Yeah, like get get a little bit closer. What do you mean get can, can't? Yeah, him, just, no, he's on the screen. He can, he can just Oh yeah, like like put your face into the camera a little bit. That's what I'm fucking saying. Yeah. Shorts. Closer. Face in. Lean in. I'm as far as I can go.
1: Okay. New is
3: profile. That our, is that like this? Is that our thumbnail right there?
2: What did they what did Edge and Christian call it? Seven second fucking flash photography or something. No idea. In the attitude, air? No? Okay. Sorry. Did somebody say three minutes? <laughs> Did somebody say three minutes? Rest in peace, Rosie. Slash umaga. Uh, so we talked about the fatal four way tag team match that happened on SmackDown uh, to work towards being a number one contender for the tag team titles. There was another fatal four-way tag team match on Raw where DIY defeated the New Day, Imperium, and the Creed Brothers. So now DIY gets to face Pete Dunne and Tyler Bate on SmackDown this week. (laughs) And the winner gets
1: (laughs) The fuck did I miss?
2: It's fucking fucking i'm on this google doc where our format is and I, as i'm reading this Schwartz is adding on to it i'm gonna tell you a verbatim <laughs>
1: <laughs>
2: oh god <laughs> Fuck. oh my god right, so i'm gonna read this whole line verbatim about this match <laughs> no, diy god. defeats new day imperium the creed brothers they get to face Pete Dunne and Tyler Bate on SmackDown for contender. You fucking deleted it, you pussy. What did I say? did not let you say it. <laughs> say it. I don't even remember what it was.
1: That's kind of rude, well, not to include me.
2: where well, your fucking laptop? <sighs> for sucking a dick. That's what he, he just wrote it again. Who the fuck's... Who's sucking dick? Sucking dick at fucking pussy. Dude, that gonna, was a
3: contender. That was the first... Uh the fatal four way for number of ownership
2: for this sound you're about to hear is uh me screenshotting what he wrote there we go good job swords <laughs> um, so anyways so that, diy that gets to face wild. yeah diy gets to face tyler bait and pete dunn and the winner of that match on this friday smackdown is going to be the number one contender for the undisputed tag team titles uh, I am mm-hmm. so over those belts being combined. Mm-hmm. Uh, either just make mm-hmm. one set of belts instead of two, yeah. or have separate tag belts for each show. Because I think they're at a point where they could do that if they really wanted to.
1: Yeah. Do you,
3: Do you think that they're gonna? They're just kind of not even like slacking, but they're kind of just like dragging their feet and trying to combine them and just do one like really cool title.
2: Yeah. I mean, there's been rumors for a long time that they. Either have belts designed, or getting belts designed, or belts have already been made, yeah. or something like that, yeah. where we're gonna have just one normal set of tag team belts. Just at this point, uh, yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't want to say the women's belts, the women's tag team belts are in a better spot, but I mean, there's a lot more clarity, right? So we know that those belts are going between brands. We also know that the men's belts are going between brands, but there's still two sets of belts. It's weird. Each each person on a tag team is carrying around two belts. And I think there needs to be a little bit more consistency between the men's and how the women's are being handled, which by the way, they're doing a great job and they have been for a little bit of building the women's tag team titles and just division as a whole up.
3: And they also have, the, the straps, fill the the colors.
1: I I feel like there's um, plenty of tag teams on each Raw and SmackDown to where okay, why have not They separated the titles yet?
2: Yeah, well, yeah, and like and like I said, I think they could either just split tag team championships up between brands like they used to do, yeah, or just have one set of belts for Raw, SmackDown, and NXT, just like the women have been doing since the inception, since the very beginning of the Women's Tag Team Championship belts. I like it. Uh, I, I, I don't understand why it's been prolonged or why nothing's been done on that sort. Uh, Quick side note, I know we still have people watching us. I, I just want to say we really, really appreciate it. It hasn't been easy to get people to watch and listen. I know we're only a few weeks in, so that sounds kind of weird. But in any case, we really appreciate it. We hope you stick around week after week. And if you can't watch us on YouTube, uh, check out the screen. Uh, Like I said, you can watch us on Apple. You can listen to us on Apple and Spotify slash pretty much every major um, podcasting platform. So thank you again. If anybody has any questions for us, please drop them in the comments and we will close the show answering any questions you guys submit in the YouTube chat here. Uh, we would absolutely love that. We love uh, any engagement that we can get with the YouTube comments. Uh, but outside of that,
3: yeah, so you're the uh, you're the number one contender right there. Just pandering to everyone, you just like the fatal four way.
2: Listen, I know <coughs> that contenders. sounds like listen, I know that sounds like some bullshit. But I think we all really do appreciate anybody that, that <laughs> takes do. the time because because guys, we 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 put some we put some work into this. Um, We put a lot of work into it to get this going. This podcast as a whole between learning equipment, learning how to do a show. uh, This is the first week where I can confidently say everything's been pretty smooth, relatively speaking. Um, That's the alcohol talking. uh, No, really, though. I mean, I think we're starting to sort of get it figured out. And I feel like this is kind of where the fun begins, where everything can be a little bit laid back. And it feels more normal. And I think we all feel a little bit at least more comfortable. So anyways, just want to say thank you to everybody and please submit any questions in the YouTube chat. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, the next after I guess all that happened, um, it was Becky versus Shayna for mm-hmm. an elimination chamber spot. That was okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess the whole angle was just Shayna trying to work on Becky's arm, which you would think it'd be the other way around, you know, with Becky's finish.
2: Yeah. The, the disarm her. Yeah, I, I agree. Um, that's not, <laughs> not something I really thought about, but I enjoyed that even though this was just um, not like a, it, it wasn't a, a very big deal. I, I think Shayna, uh, has fallen down a little bit in terms of looking like a major threat. She's obviously yeah, been doing the, the tag team with Zoe Stark, and obviously they've been dominant. But I mean, they they still need to bring the tag titles up for the women as a whole to to really make me feel like I I care about it as much as they probably want me to.
1: I f- I figured Shayna would had more of a push I do not you know get her out of like the whole tag team and more single mm-hmm. competitors. Like sure,
3: well. There was a time where they were supposed to and they were going to, but he who shall not be named, made that, <clears throat> and then just didn't even didn't even think she even deserved it. So,
2: Shayna was definitely a good example of somebody that came up from NXT, at not necessarily the best time because of who was in control of the main roster at that point. But all things considered, it
3: was like a fight.
2: Yeah, all things considered, I think she's in a decent spot now, and it wouldn't take much to bring her up to the next level, more or less. Uh, but I appreciated that during this qualifying match, they did have some storytelling uh, as far as, you know, Shayna working Becky's arm, uh, which is interesting when you consider Becky's finish being, you know, uh, uh, basically an arm bar, a modified arm bar. So, uh, ultimately, Becky wins with the Manhandle Slam, and that's how Becky qualifies for the Elimination Chamber in Perth here in the next couple weeks. I plan on waking up at 4 in the morning to catch it. I don't know about you guys. Uh, probably not. No? Maybe we do a show that day? Let me look up the date. I'm not
3: waking up. I'm staying, I'm staying
1: up. I mean, I, that's, that's probably up. my best bet, but...
2: You wake up at, like, 3 in the morning every day. Why is that a challenge for you? Because like it's, it's the, the day, day w- after you work anyway. It's 6 days in a row waking up that early? Oh my god, are you kidding me? You can do oh, it. God forbid, can I can wake forever. up,
1: roll over, open my laptop and be at fucking work already. <laughs> fucking bitch.
2: <laughs> yeah, but at least I get to wake up at 7. <laughs> Fuck you. Oh my god. So that
3: makes it Travis, that makes it even worse that you just
2: said. Fuck off. Nobody asked you. Oh my God. Anyways, it's Saturday, February 14th, so not this coming so actually it's not this coming Saturday, but two Saturdays after that more or less. I'm pretty sure I have nothing going on. I'll probably wake up and watch it live because hopefully I don't have any other plans that day. And I can do that. Pray good, to God.
1: Good day, uh, day drink.
2: Mm, not at four in the morning. Why? why not? Because I have a whole ass day ahead of me still. So like That paper is not going to get done up? until just, 6.30 in the morning. Just stay up. Just stay up drinking. No. Then I'm going to sleep all fucking day. Take a nap. That's more than a nap. I, I need like fucking nine hours to get ready to go again. Are you a fucking cat?
3: Just inject yourself with heroin.
2: Yeah, that's... Why didn't I think of that? Fuck. Jesus Christ. I'm trying to be a responsible adult over here that's trying to fucking plan a wedding and marry the love of my life. And What's fucking, she doing? She's at work right uh, now while
1: you're fucking doing
2: a podcast. Yeah, and I worked all day already. Mm-hmm. I've worked all week. Fuck you. What do you mean? What? Oh. <laughs>
3: okay. So after the whole Becky wins. Thank you for keeping Becky specific. has never been a part of the chamber, so that's true. A big thing for her. I and didn't realize that until the press conference
2: this. when she came out um, and faced Rhea and said, "This is my first elimination mm-hmm. chamber," which means I'm it's going to be. Yeah, it's, I'm going to win the elimination chamber. I thought that was interesting.
3: So Michael Cole sneaks. I think Michael Cole sneaks that in there after she wins. So that's a big thing. And then mm-hmm. if she does win, she this is the this would be the first time her and Rhea uh, go against each other. So
2: yeah. And one thing oh, I, I mentioned before is they haven't had any like really strong contenders face Rhea yet. I feel like they have been protecting Rhea True. to keep the, that title on her.
3: Now.
2: Yeah. And Naya is another good conversation.
3: Yeah.
2: Yeah. Well, yeah, is an, another good conversation because I did not like Nia when she was in WWE before. Um, not, and that's not just because she was known as being unsafe and, and all that, but I didn't enjoy her yeah. promos. I didn't enjoy her character. I didn't enjoy her matches. I didn't enjoy anything she did. And since she has come back, I feel like she has been killing it.
3: Yeah, she's um, she's actually got some some depth to her promos now. She doesn't really just sound like she's the whiny bitch in the, in her other one. Like what like she did before. Yeah. Um, and then she really changed up her move style too. Like she's actually, she's actually trying to do or open up the move style or move sets rather than just sticking to her big power moves that she's always doing. Mm-hmm. Um, which is fine. I don't mind it.
0: Yeah. I, I...
2: And it, it, it's good. It's a safe way to go, um, you know, considering her size and everything. It, but, like, that match she had with Becky a couple of weeks ago on Raw, where she bested Bucky o- Becky open, I mean, that was a really enjoyable match. And it's it, it felt weird to be like, wow, did I just enjoy like, – well excuse me. Did I just really enjoy a Nia Jax match?
3: <laughs> that you did.
2: Apparently. Um, so,
3: so after – after that, uh, the match. I don't know if you saw it. Liv Morgan had her promo, and
0: mm-hmm.
3: it was just kind of like a quick little promo kind of deal. Like how how is she doing? Like preparing for the Elimination Chamber, and she was just pretty much saying
2: she has the qualifier
3: match, and then uh, mm-hmm. she's really gunning for Rhea because of last Rumble.
2: Sure. Uh, did she? Did they announce when her uh, qualifying match is? Or not yet.
3: Uh, it's Who? Liv Monday. Morgan. She's oh. she's going against Zoe Stark. Okay, so Liv. And you already know she's going to win because they gave her that promo.
2: I don't. I think it could still go either way, but I mean, she she's hot off of a Royal Rumble return. Uh, she came out at number thirty, I believe. Correct. Yep. Yeah. So, I would be surprised if she didn't win. Uh, the promo was was fine, um, and I you know I understand the arc that she's going for. I hope coming out of everything that they have going on with her, that she comes out with a, a really strong story of some kind to to really sink her teeth into to get people reinvested again.
3: Yeah, at least to try to keep her relevant with Rhea. At least try to. Yeah,
1: they were a tag team at one point, weren't
2: they? Yeah. Right? I think so. Live in Rio? Mm Mm-hmm. And that was back in the bad days of the Williams tag
1: titles. Or am I thinking... Yeah. Nikki Cross.
2: Was it Rhea and Nikki Cross? I don't think so. Fuck, I don't remember. That's back when it didn't matter. It definitely definitely
3: was because uh, Nikki screwed over Rhea. For the, with those We titles. had, oh, that's right. We had it Liv and, uh, like had.
2: uh, um, oh God, what is her name? She's injured, not injured right now, but she's dealing with a medical condition.
3: Uh, uh, Raquel.
2: Gonzalez. Raquel Gonzalez. Yeah, her and Liv Morgan were a tag team. Oh, okay. I only remember that because they were talking about the, the two in a um, 2K24 video on somebody's channel and they had like a matching attire or whatever from WrestleMania or something like that. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, keeping on track, uh, we see Drew McIntyre walk to Adam Pierce's office and tell him <laughs> tells him he needs to do his job, which is kind of funny because that's just been some, that's been happening a lot lately. Uh, which so yeah, maybe that goes somewhere. Um, but, anyways, while Drew and Adam Pierce are talking on the TV behind them, you could see Aria walk down to the ring and it basically. Adam Pierce is like, she's not supposed to be out here. And Drew's like, Hey, you need to go do your job. So, so then Rhea makes her entrance down to the ring. And Adam Pierce comes out shortly afterwards. And this was not sarcastic, by the way, I saw what you said in, in the format as both of us were working on it at the same time, but I actually really like that transition that they did where you have drew and Adam Pierce talking. And then on the screen behind is Rhea comes out and makes her entrance. And Adam Pierce is like, what the fuck is she doing out here? <laughs> and then he needs to come down and control the situation. Part yeah, it's
3: it's just classic that they just keep they just rib him. Yeah. So I think that's just constantly they they're <laughs> just constantly going after that
2: Pierce. It's a funny thought to me that he has no idea that any of this is happening and then he just has to roll with the punches. Right. <laughs> I'm sure that's not the case, but that's funny. Uh basically anyways, uh Nia essentially it, not Nia Naya essentially kills Rhea. She flattens her like a pancake yet again, for the second week in a row, uh, just furthering the storyline between her and Rhea, and it's 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 getting good. Uh, so basically, when when Drew and Adam Pierce were talking in the office, and Rhea comes down, she is fucking hot, like not like good good looks hot 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 is a wrestling term for angry basically. Uh Rhea is just very upset because she got flattened like a pancake by Rhea the week previous. So she is coming out really headstrong. She's like, I fucking want Ria. I fucking want Naya now. I want to beat the fuck out of Naya. And Adam Pierce comes out, Naya comes out. Doesn't didn't Naya hit Adam Pierce or something like that? Am I remembering that correctly?
1: I don't think so. I think she pushed him out of the way.
2: Okay. So it's always kind of fun with certain storylines to get a little potential like management uh, backlash, or like you have a two week suspension, or you have this fine, or whatever. That can always add a little bit of something to a story. So, Uh, but Nia and Rhea, I can't believe I'm saying this. I am looking forward to that match in Perth.
1: Obviously, mommy's gonna win.
2: Mommy's always on top.
3: Always gonna be. uh, It's gonna be a heavyweight battle.
2: One of the lines from, and Schwartz, I know you probably didn't catch this. One of the lines from the press conference was Becky coming out and telling Rhea, I'm going to show you how to be a bottom. <laughs> that was great. Schwartz popped right there. You guys, if you're listening, I know you didn't see it, but love it. Um <sighs> Uh, we're, we're going to glance over the next couple things good. that, that didn't really mean a whole lot. Akira Tozawa oh and yeah, Maxine Dupree def- versus them. Ivar and Valhalla. Uh, obviously the Viking Raider team wins. Uh, Maxine Dupree. I said this about the Royal, but I hate to say it cause I really want to like Maxine Dupree. <laughs> oh man. She is rough to watch in the room. No ranks. bueno. She
3: just keeps botching everything. It just,
2: her timing isn't there. Her, uh, I don't know. It, it, He's
3: trying. That's all you can say.
2: Yeah. I, I don't want to say too much on it because I want her to be good. I want to, I like her character. I like that. She's a part of, um, you know, uh, alpha Academy, but thank you. Yeah. Anyways, this was just kind of a throwaway match in very predictable and alpha Academy has no steam behind them whatsoever. Where the, what the fuck happened to Chad Gable? He, why did he get cooled down so much? Anyways, uh, Judgment Day is backstage talking. R-Truth interrupts, of course, in the uh, Judgment Day's clubhouse. I, I hate that Judgment Day calls it clubhouse. It sounds fucking childish. Uh, R-Truth still thinks he's in the group, uh, of course, and he thinks that the week previous when he got beat down was a pre-initiation. <laughs> so Priest is basically sick of all this shit. and He's like, fuck it, make yourself at home. You chill out in our clubhouse, like fucking whatever I don't even yeah, care and,
3: and and then Truth kind of looks over in the corner and he finds a box full of t-shirts that have his name on it with mm-hmm. the Judgment Day
2: yeah so I'm sure he thought oh wow so, I really am
1: You <laughs> probably got like fucking yeah.
2: thousands more made oh my god stupid idiot. well he just yeah anyways um outside of that so, we had J.D. McDonald uh, versus R-Truth or I'm sorry, uh, J.D. McDonough versus The Miz. Our Truth walks out with shirts found in the back and throws them out to the crowd. Uh, later on, Gunther has a 600 plus day celebration as the longest reigning Intercontinental Champion of all time. Jay Uso interrupts and challenges Gunther to a title match at Elimination Chamber. So there have been a lot of rumors that Gunther cannot travel to Australia because of visa issues. So this is a very common thing in wrestling. You have international wrestlers that have issues with their visas that don't allow them to work in other countries. They've been talking about this a lot with the Elimination Chamber show. Apparently, I'm guessing it's been resolved. I don't think Jay Uso comes out and challenges Gunther in Australia if Gunther can't be in Australia. Correct. Was it
1: Sammy or was it the Usos that had that problem
2: a couple years ago? Uso's can't go to Canada. Sammy. I know that for sure because they because Canada doesn't like drunk driving. <laughs> Luckily, I've never had one of those, George. So I can go to Canada without a problem. I've gone there for work the last couple of years. And if you're and if you're a part of the Canadian government, I did not go there for work. I was just visiting. Right. I did not make cash under the table. I swear. I rolled, um, I
1: rolled my truck.
2: <laughs> the old Colorado. Yep. The old Rado. Did you learn your lesson? Nope. Oh, George is staying here tonight. Everybody. Um, no yeet. No yeet. Fuck. Yeah. I need a yeet button. Uh. So, anyways, uh, Jay Uso basically challenges Gunther for the inter- non, intercontinental title at Elimination Shaver. Imperium attacks Jay and New Day come out for the save. And that's that. Uh, we had a women's tag team match with the uh, Bukaki Warriors versus Caden Carter and Katana which I believe was a rematch for the tag titles. Correct?
3: Absolutely correct.
2: Okay, that is correct. And so we obviously know the Bukaki Warriors retain. I feel like they're they are a stronger team because of the the, the damage control situation. Always. They are a stronger yeah. team, and there's no way they're not carrying those titles into WrestleMania and at this point. I don't know who can convincingly. Challenge them for the tag titles uh, going into mania. It's going
3: to have to be some kind of. It's just going to have to be some kind of makeshift tag team. Uh, that's my guess.
2: Yeah, and I think one they thing they've been do doing that. a good job of is not having just makeshift tag teams. Just people fucking randomly throw them together. Um, but yeah, but they need to. They need to have legitimate challenges for those titles sooner than later. Uh, there's a good chance they don't even get defended at WrestleMania too though. So
3: but two nights though, it's gotta happen.
2: Grandest stage of them all, they'll be they'll be on there. Yeah.
3: It was, it was one night, absolutely, but two nights they're definitely
2: doing it. Do you think maybe along the build to WrestleMania they do Bailey and Dakota Kai versus the Kabuki Warriors for the titles, maybe at Elimination Chamber?
1: I, I don't it know. on how what it, side she wants to be on.
2: Yeah, and it, there's that, but I don't know. Like, Dakota Kai has had a hell of a knee injury. I know that, and that's why she hasn't been wrestling. But she's been able to be on TV, and, and she's fine enough to walk and interact and all that stuff. I don't know if and when she can be cleared to compete, though. Yeah, who knows?
3: I mean, it's been a while, so who knows? Yeah. Maybe they're just kind of waiting for it, the situation.
2: Yeah, I don't know. It'll be interesting to see how that how that all plays out with the tag team titles and and you know, IO Sky's Women's Championship and all that jazz. Uh anyways, the last thing that happened on Raw was the Cody versus Nakamura bull rope match. And so the reason that this came up is because basically Cody beat Nakamura not too long ago here within the last couple weeks and that was supposed to basically end their feud. At least it seemed like it was going to, right? So they had a bull rope match, a class, a classic Dusty Rhodes bull rope match. Cody wins, obviously. So we think that story is done yet again, and yet it, it wasn't. Uh, Nakamura attacked Cody Rhodes after a house show, sprayed him with mist when he walked into the back, and that is what set up this match. So very weak reasoning for it. Whatever it it didn't. This match meant absolutely nothing. Um, it didn't advance anything with Cody's story as far as who he was going to face. It just left Nakamura with yet another loss for no reason. That didn't advance anything on his end either. I, I didn't, I didn't understand this. I think it was just fill Lot. The slot. They yeah, they could have done it with anything. I feel like at that point, I, I don't know. I, cool. I didn't understand. Kinda...
3: It kind of halts Nakamura, too, to even be considered a threat anywhere else because, you know, he hasn't done anything, really, other than attack.
2: And lose against Cody. Behind. Yeah. <sighs> um, w- one of the biggest takeaways with this match, to me, what didn't even happen on TV, did you guys catch the promo or just a little bit of it of what he did that, that ended up online after Raw went off the air? <laughs> Oh, the backstage. N- no, it was in it front of in crowd, the ring, but it was off air. Oh, p- I'm going to play yep. it. Um, I'm not going to lie. It, Cody is very good at being emotional in the right moments. And we've seen it. Like yeah. you've seen him cry in promo several times and it's not like he's not just laying it on thick. Like that's legitimately how he feels. And it gets me. <laughs> Sometimes he, it just gets me. Like he's, he's he makes me almost tear up. Um, I'm sure you start crying. Yeah, well, yeah. So here, here's what he had to say after Rawan F. the air after his uh, bull rope match with Nakamura. We want we want okay, those three words. Well,
3: all I can say is this, since I was a little boy who grew up loving everything, for you to want me is special because I have always wanted you.
2: <sighs> his delivery and everything he says. And he makes a count in the moments that really should count. And you can tell he was very emotional. And he had the tears in his eyes. And God damn it that gets me every fucking time because he's not just saying it to say it. He says it because that's how he feels. He loves the shit, dude. And he connects with everybody on such an emotional level. He did it in AEW and he can still do it in WWE. I, I I don't know what else I can say about it. I mean, he's, the most over,
3: because of that, I mean, he, he panders and he's also really good at working the crowd. So
2: I don't think he panders, though. I think that that's how he actually how we feel. he feels. I think I think pandering means like fitting your form to fit other people. I don't think he does that. I think he, he I he, think he's uh, as genuine he as he to the can crowd, bander. which
3: is ex- it's exactly what uh, Babyface does. Though they pander to the crowd.
2: I don't think he's pandering. Okay, I think I, mean, he, I think he's being genuine. He, and I think that's why it's working. He
3: is. I suppose. <laughs> I mean, I'm not saying it's a bad thing. It's just. Well, no, I get it. It what happens. He's the most over. And this whole situation is just putting him more over. He's yeah. fucking. Like I said before, they strapped a rocket ship to his back and just shot him.
2: Absolutely, Agree or disagree. He is the new John Cena. And they haven't had that since John Cena stopped being full time. <sighs>
3: uh, I would even say go to his like Daniel Bryan esque almost.
2: I I, like I think I think more than Daniel Bryan. I think above Daniel I, Bryan. I, I don't, I don't think Cena. A Daniel
3: Bryan, and then he's gonna. Well,
2: what do you mean you don't think above Cena, or, I, or you don't think Cena at least? I don't think he's above Cena. Well, I, I, no, obviously not yet. You know, a, well, no. It would um, take a lot to be above but, Cena, but you don't think he's at least like very close to, if not being on the same level at this point. Put him in a match.
1: I could see that. You put him in a match. John <laughs> Cena and fucking Rhodes.
2: Oh my god!
1: I'll, I'll tell you after the fucking match. No,
2: I can see it. I hate this. <laughs> <sighs>
0: oh my goodness! I'm fucking tired.
1: You guys are killing me.
2: Um,
3: George, have you ever stayed up past nine o'clock? <laughs>
2: I don't know. Every now and then we play COD to like 10. I mean, that's rare, but because bitch boy over here needs to go to bed oh early. God.
1: Who's so important? Sounds about right. hmm? Who's so important? Who's blowing up over here? Don't worry about it. Who is
2: it? Don't worry about it, Jordan. What? What?
3: Do you Jordan? guys know anything that's happening on
0: SmackDown at all?
2: Uh, So I know that Logan Paul is supposed to be wrestling, and he demanded a match this last Friday, correct?
3: Um, I don't know if he's wrestling. He might be wrestling. I don't even know, but I know he'll definitely figure out who is. Oh, for is.
2: Elimination Chamber, I think it maybe is what it was. Yeah. yeah. Uh, obviously we're, we're going to hear more from Bailey. Bailey's a SmackDown star. Bailey's going for the, the title that is on SmackDown rather than the title that's in Raw. So that's going to be very SmackDown uh, centric. Uh, that story is going to stay on SmackDown. Yep. I'm sure up until WrestleMania outside of that. Uh, that's all we know. I think going forward, what we know for sure is we're getting Cody and Roman at mania.
3: You think Roman comes out and speaks about it?
2: Well, I mean, of course I, I don't know. I, I guess I don't, I don't want to say, I think he's going to for sure be on SmackDown because I don't think you can ever really say yeah. that, but
1: <laughs> I want Roman the show What about Ron. Cody?
2: Yeah. Well, I mean and there's a I mean Cody's on Raw, so there's a very good possibility that we're going to see Roman on Raw occasionally now. And then that brings in Seth. Like I, I want to see more of those too. Like oh. Yeah, we could do like a Cody versus or not Cody, but we could do like a Seth versus Roman at Elimination Chamber. I know Roman's not advertised according to to reports and in, in in more expert speculation, Roman's not going to be there, but At this point, I don't know why you wouldn't put Roman on one of your biggest shows of the year. Biggest shows in terms of uh, venue and crowd size, right? Because Elimination Chamber is happening at a soccer stadium, and soccer stadiums are going to hold well over 50,000 without a problem. Um, It's just a matter of selling the tickets, and you're going to sell more tickets if Roman's there. Roman's obviously a draw.
3: Yeah, whether we want to not say it or say it however you want to say that but he's a draw no matter what you say
2: yeah this like anybody that doesn't like CM Punk I understand it I don't think it's logical to say he doesn't draw because he clearly does so I guess I guess similar in that sense but um, so it's yeah, we have a really good Wrestlemania shaping up especially now that we know that we're getting cody versus roman which is clearly what everybody has wanted the whole time right so uh how are we feeling right now about the road to wrestlemania and where we're going from here after the press conference because there was a lot of question marks out uh, going into the press conference but coming out of it i feel a lot better i don't know about you guys but i feel a lot better i want more yeah shorts
3: yeah, I, I think this is a little bit more uh, un, un muddying that water. I think it's starting to get a little bit more clear. Um, now we just kind of got to see what's going on with that, but it's probably going to be Drew, though. Yeah, so I, we'll,
2: I would agree we'll, with we'll, that.
3: We'll figure it out after the
2: elimination. I would agree with that, and I think that's the best option. Uh, so we'll get more into what's happening next week. Uh, remember, next week's episode is going to be on Tuesday evening, live streaming on YouTube as usual. Uh, the audio the audio from this show is going to be up either tonight or tomorrow morning next episode is going to be tuesday night evening live streaming on youtube we'll make sure that we share the uh, link and the time and everything that the episode is going to be happening on our x as well as our facebook which we have as well now which we're going to be updating the graphic for but you can see our uh, x handle up here on the screen if you are watching the stream Uh, Make sure you look for us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you get your favorite podcasts. We got Bandit on the screen here with shorts if you're watching. Hello, Bandit. You fucking cute dog, you. Make sure you subscribe. hello. Hello, Bandit. Make sure you subscribe to us on YouTube and click that notification bell whenever you see our streams go up. We would really appreciate that. We love interacting live with the comments and everybody that's checking us out. Thank you again to everybody that watched tonight. This is our our most watched live stream by far. 13. Um, Yeah, that's awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Subscribe to us on your favorite podcast platform. That's even better. Follow us on X, as you can see on the screen. And we did make a Facebook account also yesterday, Unprofessional Wrestling Podcast. Search Unprofessional Wrestling Podcast on Facebook. You can find us there as well. Any final thoughts, gentlemen?
1: No, sir. Back Tuesday. I'm ready for tomorrow.
2: Smackdown tomorrow. Uh, we're going to be coming back with uh, Smackdown and Raw review. Review S- Smackdown and Raw re- review. I <laughs> follow oh, my spit c- it out, study. Make me another drink. Uh, come back on Tuesday evening for another Smackdown and Raw review. The road to WrestleMania continues. Thank you, everybody, for watching. Thank you, everybody, for listening. We're going to see you next week right here on the Unprofessional Wrestling Podcast. Thank you, everybody.